welcome to the Starside Lounge. I'm Bjorn, and this is episode 34.5, Warmind. And with me today, we have uh, always Xenos. Hello. Hey, Xenos. And Claude Herrera joins us again. Good evening. Hey, Claude. And uh, once again, special community guest, uh, Ragashingo. Welcome to the show. Oh, hello there. Hello. You know, I think the big news, the big thing to talk about tonight, something that I think Ragashing would especially agree with me on, is uh, Puella Magi Modica Magica. Oh, dear. That was what we're talking about. Okay. Oh, wait. That's, that's not what we're talking about. Oh, okay. Oh. Is I it? had my lore on that. I did the notes on that, not the <laughs> Destiny stuff. So. I, I was thinking about doing an anime section at the end of this, uh, where you give me recommendations of what to watch. Oh, dear. <laughs> Me, me and Claude will just sign off and let you guys do that part. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, actually. Uh, yeah, so it's been a while. Um, I'm looking at this last episode was, was in December. and Yeah, that's not nearly the biggest break we've ever taken. No, it's kind of that's amazing, like, actually. That's almost like the closest together they've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> this is right. semi-regular now. Don't get too excited, folks. Welcome, um, welcome to the quarterly Starside Lounge. Ooh, that's right. That. I got to come up with a clever phrase, like you know, the comfiest chair in the galaxy. <laughs> Starside Lounge. Um, yeah. So, so we've got uh, a fair bit of news. Um, Bungie's been working on stuff. The uh, what's the name of the other studio who's doing some of the expansion work? I always forget their name. Not so it was Vicarious Visions. Yeah, Vicarious yes. Visions, yeah. Um, sounds like they've been busy too uh, because just this last week, um, Bungie announced that w- the next Destiny 2 expansion, Warmind, is going to be coming out in just a few short weeks, May 8th, um, which sort of surprised me. That was pretty quick. I think we haven't had that short of a announcement window. M- maybe Crota, but... I think we had longer for that even. Yeah, it yeah, seems it's pretty sudden. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I, I, yeah, go ahead, Zinos. I, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm guessing part of it's just because of all the the updates they've been doing. They don't want to break up the talking about that to talk about the new DLC. Mm-hmm. Oh, could be. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. Um, the, I mean, so even before the um, the new the new expansion comes out, we've we've just had a major update to Destiny Two, the the Go Fast update, um, where they've really significantly changed the gameplay. I don't know how much you guys have played. I've been sort of uh, real life busy and haven't played a whole lot of Destiny recently, but had a chance to play with uh with raga earlier today and played last week a little bit and crucible especially feels way different um yep it's mm-hmm. it's a lot faster paced i'm still trying to get my you know a handle on it i've launched myself off of a map as a uh dawn blade when i'm in the middle of my super because <laughs> apparently you really move when that happens <laughs> that was embarrassing that's pretty funny, actually. 
but uh, yeah, it was, I kind of wanted to get your guys read on, on the recent update, things that have actually landed and then talk about where we are, where we're going from here on. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's, let's start with you, Claude. Like, have you played much recently and what do you think? Of yeah, the I've, I've been playing almost every day. Um, I, so when, when it started, I didn't actually feel like there was a huge difference between um, before the update and after the update. And I guess, I, I guess I would, I would agree that there is a change now, <laughs> um, <laughs> but maybe it's just my play style. I don't know. I, it, it still feels like everything's a little bit faster. Um, but I don't, well, you, you also play a Titan as your main, right? Yeah, I suppose that's true. Um, so you don't have a lot of uh, mobility dumped into your Titan, I'm guessing. <laughs> no, and I don't have a lot of mobility dumped into any of my characters except my Hunter, yeah. as a matter of fact, because um, because I've always felt like mobility is a waste of points. <laughs> right. <laughs> the, way, the way Bungie lets me play. Um, <laughs> which they even agree with. Agreed which with. they even agree with. <laughs> there you go. Um, I, but so the very first day of the update, I was playing as a warlock, I, not as a Dawnblade. And I will definitely agree that that I've missed jumps because I, I've over I've over jumped more than once as a Dawnblade. It seems like that is a cat. That is a class that has really bumped up its mobility but mostly i play a um a stormcaller and i haven't seen as a warlock and i haven't seen a huge difference i don't know i it's a little bit faster it's a little bit snappier um you know the kill counts have have gone up in every game type you know it takes more points to to finish a game and yet the games take roughly the same amount of time as they took before so clearly things are going faster uh, but it doesn't feel that different to me. Uh, I, maybe I'm just, maybe my taste buds are, are have been deadened or something. I don't know. <laughs> are, are you are you licking the controller? Because <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. You know, it, it's it's kind of. My dad used to grade all foods as B minuses. Like every food was a B minus. <laughs> what do you think of this? <sighs> and it's just because it like. Nothing. He didn't really have taste buds, or or so he explained later on, and and so everything sort of tasted the same, and it was all okay. Nothing was bad, but it, it you know he didn't notice changes, and I think that's kind of what I feel like playing Destiny. Which I, I'm, and again, I'm not saying it's bad, and I'm not saying I don't like it. I I play it every day, which is more than most of you do, um, uh, but it's, but I'm not seeing a huge. It doesn't feel super different to me. I guess that's... So that actually strikes me as kind of amazing because um, the gameplay balance is so delicate that if something were actually you know, significantly off, you'd really feel the change. And the fact that you're saying that it's not feeling different, um, but there's sort of uh, empirical evidence to show that maybe there is because, like you said, different game you know, scoring requirements, but the game plays in the same amount of time, that kind of thing. Uh, the fact that they're able well, to keep that right. balance is think kind of, of amazing. Way. Think of it this way. If you had a keyboard and somebody increased the sensitivity of all the keys, so pushing a little less hard got you the same keystroke, 
but you were using your keyboard with a pair of mittens. Do you think you'd notice it? Is Cloud saying he plays with gloves? Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> he Pretty licks much. the controller yeah. and he's playing with mittens. Okay, this explains okay. a lot. Wait, are you, are you talking about like dementia? Is is that like starting oh, no. to kick in? No. Oh, now, how do I fire again? <laughs> I that is actually a question. When people say, "What button do you use for whatever?" I can't tell you. My finger. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. I've never been able to answer that yeah. question. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I have to no. press it with my hand to know. Yeah. Okay, how about you, Raga? What's, I, I'm, what's I'm the wrong read? person to ask. Ask Zenos. He knows. We'll, we'll get to him. I'll have his moment. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my turn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've noticed some things. I think, uh, again, I am the, the Titan main. So my... Well, you've been playing uh, all the other classes, my, right? Oh, yeah. I've played the other two. Yeah. I mean, my agility typically, though, is somewhere between zero and a negative number probably um, <laughs> between but like that, yeah. that said i mean like i know empirically you know my pulse rifle is like 18 19 more powerful than it used to be and so that gives you the feel that something that would have gotten away before someone that would have gotten away before you'll probably get them and you'll probably get someone in maybe one less trigger to pull but then things like uh I mean, the uh, the power recharge rate is significantly higher, especially once you stack on the mods onto something. I, I haven't done the timing, but we're back near the 30-second the recharge of the Destiny 1, I think, if you stack all three on, like, grenades or something. Yeah, I wish I had and, gear to do that with. That'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I had the mods. Jeez. <laughs> but then, the, I mean, the one of the other things I noticed is, like, when you're having a decent game, you can get two or three supers now in a... Yep. A crucible match where before he'd get That's one true. and it'd be in the last 30 seconds and you wouldn't even use it because it wasn't even worth it yeah i'd say th- like three different games when we were playing earlier today mm-hmm. um you know you I, at least I'd gotten... two or maybe three didn't you yeah yeah i was kind of i was you know i'd be i wasn't even looking at the meter i wasn't mm-hmm. thinking that it was a possibility i'd be in an engagement and all of a sudden the thing would pop up i'm like oh i have new options available this is great yeah and then the the dawn blade like before it was like the ultimate floofy warlock. I'm just going to use this to die. Super, <laughs> like maybe even more so than the old Destiny one. The it was solar pretty bad. Yeah, class. I, yeah, because I mean, you the... just floop above and you throw things at people and they'd miss and then they'd shoot you with their gun. Yeah, and you'd like try you wrong to get and then you die out of range, but you'd just be floating there. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now it's scary. Like they light it up and. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do to get away from it. I, I hide around the corner yeah, unless I have much. a super or something yeah. ready. And, I mean, that's awesome because it, it still it doesn't last long enough to be, like, overpowered. Yeah. And it's, it's not quite like the old uh, Sunbreaker in Destiny 1 where everybody just hated it for some reason. Well, yeah, that, it's still not – it's not, like, super accurate. Yeah. So Yeah, I've I, actually, on that note, I've had to uh, – I noticed that with – with the Dawnblade, I've had to um, turn on the the seeking projectiles for oh, Crucible. Sure. I didn't used to play with that because I liked the, some of the other. I liked the double do, double B to right. dodge in midair. I really liked that. But everybody's moving so much more quickly in the game mm-hmm. that I couldn't hit a damn thing <laughs> with yeah. my super um, if they weren't actually 
tracking targets. So I've, I've flipped it over to the, the bottom tree for now and mm. it works great for that. But, um, I kind of wish I had my, my dodge back. I, I I'm missing it. Yeah. And then like, uh, in PVE stuff, just going through strikes, you get your super back more than you used to, which is nice. And you just kind of track it. Well, I used to get it back here. Well, now I've got it back here and here and here kind of things. Especially people chaining. I'm used so, to playing with Xenos where he has his uh, crazy pants of orb doom. Yeah. And I uh, <laughs> just always had my super. <laughs> well, that's and, and since everybody's got um, Masterworks weapons now, there's yeah. so many orbs being created that in PvE, I feel like it's a totally different story. But I don't I don't feel like it was a change with 114. I feel that was a change with with Masterworks weapons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was a little little farther back. But I will totally agree with you. I, I had forgotten, Raga, you were right. The the whole um the speed with which your your super charges is mm-hmm. significantly faster than it used to be. Xenos, what's your uh, what's your read? Um so I I've only played it with the hunter. I haven't played it with any any of the other classes, and I think in a lot of ways the hunter maybe the one most affected at least with uh arc strider um because everybody knows the super kind of sucked in especially in pvp before this update it was so slow the dodges were too slow mm-hmm. and people could literally run away from you like you couldn't catch them and now it's it's closer to the speed that a uh, blade dancer was mm-hmm but it takes a little bit more skill. You have to aim a little bit more. And I actually feel like I can kill somebody before they can kill me with an energy weapon, which was totally not true before the update. And then it also helps that as a hunter, I have by default, I have a minimum of what three or four mobility. So I cannot actually tell a difference in my strafing speed and stuff because I probably have more mobility than any of you guys normally have because you're mostly playing other classes. So I feel a lot different, and I I love it. I'm very, very happy with the changes. I even made a tweet about it to, I think, Josh Hamrick about how I really wanted to love the Blade, the Blade Dancer Super when I saw it in the trailers, and then it took, it took until this update for me to actually want to use it. I used to play crucible matches where I wouldn't even pop that super because I knew I would get less kills than if I just used my guns. So I'm a big fan of the update. I really liked it. The the one thing I, I kind of question that they've done is the respawn timer just in basic gameplay is so fast now. Yeah. Oh, the, so fast. The, the maps aren't big enough almost. It's like you kill two, three guys and those same guys have respawned behind you with overshields. And then what do you do? You're you're out of bullets. You got to reload, and then they all shoot you. And like I'm not. Yeah, but that plays. But that plays both ways. So I've been killed more often by somebody supering twice in a row Mm -hmm. than 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 ever happened before. So so you're right. You know you can run out of bullets if you're shooting somebody and they spawn with a full clip. But but you can also die. You know you you get killed by guys supering. And you can spawn right in front of them again <laughs> and die again. Yep. Yeah. This is so a game yeah. that does not it, it goes play both Void ways. Walker. 
<laughs> well, and, that, and that's and that that's actually I would say is another reason why I think they should probably <laughs> increase it a little bit more. Yeah, just give us another second. I think, and you know, it used to be what five seconds. Now it's like two. Put it to three. Yeah. I think it would be okay. It, yeah, it's pretty quick. It's I not even that enough I, time to change weapons, which is kind yep. of annoying. Yeah, and I found that I don't know what weapon killed me. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that little time timer needs to be increased a lot because it's yeah. like it pops up as you respawn right now. Yeah, that's just yep. a little UI issue. <laughs> they need to. Well, and, the, and we all had this problem. At least me, Bjorn, and Raga, um, when we were playing Mayhem. Mayhem is friggin' insane. Mm. Oh, I have not touched me. Oh so I'm not even actually quite fun. <laughs> oh man, we we we, ha- we literally had guys going around with uh, it was two warlocks at a match running around with. You're gonna have to remind me the the exotic name. Um, it get, gives them more armor when they're casting Nova Bomb. Oh yeah, the helm of uh, oh the right the Ahamkara helm. They would just jump in your face and cast that. So you couldn't kill them. It's like literally impossible. Literally a Acreous shot didn't even bring their shield half down. Yeah, they were using it as a um, like a Fist of Havoc kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and wow. and, the, and it, their super came back so fast that it didn't matter that they just used it to kill one person. They'd have it back in like less than 30 seconds. It was brutal. <laughs> we, we had the try to play the long game against them. I, I don't think we won that game. Did we? No, no we, we did start catching that up. Is, it's not as bad as a team of four Night Stalkers. Oh, no, nothing is as bad as that. <laughs> oh that is just God. horrible. It was terrible. <laughs> so uh, what else did they change with the update? Oh, pulse rifles. Um that was sort of amazing. I hadn't really been paying attention to pulse rifles. I had basically ignored them since Destiny <laughs> Two came out for PvP play. And uh, Raga, you told me you said, "Hey, you should check out pulse rifles." <laughs> I said, well, I mean, I've been on the the heavy class pulse rifles since Fair and Square, the very first one from Destiny One that oh, was yeah. a heavy pulse rifle. So, I mean, I've I've been using it all the way through, but yeah, it it's just smoother now. It's like you get kills where you d- wouldn't have before, and you're not outshot quite as often. So. Yeah, it made a big difference. I was trying that earlier today and really liked how they felt. The, the damage increase, I think, was critical. You said it was 18%, is that right, that they boosted? Something it? like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that was critical super. to making them more effective. I'm just waiting for them to do the Graviton forfeit. Yeah. Or uh, Graviton Gra- Lance, I mean. Lance, yeah. yeah. Update. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Yeah, that'll be and interesting. That, when's that coming? Is that with season three? That's with Warmind, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I guess unless there's something else here with the uh, season two. Oh, Iron Banner 6v6. Very excited. Still yep. haven't played Very it because <laughs> of unknown weird sounding bugs. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a pretty game breaking bug. I'm happy they it only took them a week to fix it. Yeah, it was sort of oddly stated, though, like certain scoring conditions, a.k.a. <laughs> if somebody wins a game, this might be <laughs> in a too, problem. In too quickly, in too short a period of time. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of odd. Um, yeah. Oh, and the new companion, uh, the new the new mobile <laughs> app. Has seen the, some love, the, which is finally you, you know. That finally great. makes it like 
minimally good. Useful? Yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that it actually gives you a decent view of your of your of your guardian. Yep. You know, I haven't even looked at that yet. I remember them posting screenshots. I forgot to check that out. I'll do that now. I'll report in. You'll, you'll get my live reaction. <laughs> live <laughs> reaction. Yeah. Question is, how do I find it? It's under gear. Yeah, they. you can yeah. actually tell which category is which. Because I they know. have words. Like <laughs> yeah. Icons and words that <laughs> They're not sense. just random symbols. Yes. Yeah, I don't understand that change. It's like, <laughs> why would you... Just give us random symbols. Don't even look like what they say. Like this is chat. You can tell because it's a it's a diamond with like a squiggly line. <laughs> and this, this going is down the middle. It's it's a ship that represents clan. Don't ask uh, us why. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that's actually a pretty good render. Oh, and you can like zoom in with the uh, the pinch to zoom and look. At I actually gear. have not done this either. Where do you go? <laughs> Uh, you go, <laughs> go to, to gear, gear and, then... and there's a bar that goes across the middle that says view your 3D guardian. Oh, I would like to do that. It's in like yes. super weird white angle though. Yes. It's well, and, and just like the D1 app, not all of them look right. Like the effects don't always. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm looking at my. Uh, oh, that's the... interesting. Cause all, all the ones, all of my gear works fine. Uh, I remember that well, on like, the D1 app. So I'm looking at my Cosmos shell. And you can't actually see the cosmos in it. Yeah, I'm looking mm. at the hollow, hollow uh, fire. All the effects are gone on my Titan, and I'm not getting like the flames and the crackly stuff on it. It's exactly. Just yeah, and my black. Yeah, my trials armband doesn't have any glowy stuff on it. But like the rest of the armor looks good though. It has yeah, great reflections cool. and high high res. It's looking pretty yeah, good. Yeah, the colors the colors are way better than the D1 version was. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, cool. and this fun. I don't know if it was this update or the one before. <laughs> You can actually apply mods and shaders now, which that's a new period. Huh. Pretty slick. Pretty slick. Yeah. So that was like the small change um, that just happened. But 1.2.0, Warmind coming out in a few weeks. And we've got, I'll, I'll just read the list of what they list here, but it's, Seasonal Crucible Rankings, Private Matches, Vault Space Increase, Multi-Emote, Exotic Weapon Masterworks, Seasonal Vendor Progression, Exotic Weapon Sandbox Changes, Heroic Strike Modifiers, and Nightfall Challenge Cards. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Did, they not, I, did, did we not get Nightfall Challenge Cards? I was, I was just no, they bumped it. Hmm. They bumped... Well, no, we got Challenge Cards, but we didn't get... Um, oh... Wait, there was something that didn't. Oh, the 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 scoring didn't got pushed back. No, well, you, you still have scoring. I wonder what that means. Yeah, because we have the challenge cards too. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess had one we do. In inventory last I looked. Yeah, maybe I, I don't forgot know. to move that. Maybe they're changing how it works. I'm super that. interested in multi emote. I want to see what they do with that. Yeah. Yes, finally, right? Like this is a thing that we've been wanting since. I don't know, week one one. of Destiny 1. And it's it's the thing, too, that I think if they don't do it right, people are still going to complain about it. Oh, my gosh. The the easy way to do it would just be to let you map the four directions on the D-pad. Yeah. But if they do that, people are going to complain because they're like, well, I want to always be able to sit and wave. So I only really have two options. (laughs) 
<laughs> I want to be able to actually have my character wave because in Destiny One, my human character would wave, and mm-hmm. now my human character does a weird bow thing, like I'm a awoken or something. <laughs> huh? I would like my hunter, my Titan, to be able to sit down. I'm tired of this kneeling crap. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be. Wait, your hunter doesn't. Oh no, it's no. My hunter sits. My titan kneels on one leg, and my and my warlock kneels on two. Yeah, like a. You guys just aren't relaced enough. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I mean, I always figured that the heavy titan armor is just kind of like it's almost like sitting down in a chair or something that you just kind of (laughs) lock the armor in place and you're comfortable and you don't need to move yet. That that would be a really funny emote for sit as if it just had him put, go in a sitting position. (laughs) There's no chair there. (laughs) No, you could whip out like a little, like a little folding, you know, camp chair. (laughs) A glowing one. Like, like like the broom. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd use that all the time. That'd be great. (laughs) Like an Adirondack chair, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's that's what I want to carry around. Hey, one thing this could do we haven't thought about is maybe they'll put more emotes in doing stuff like that. Yeah, Uh, because then you wouldn't have to have two devoted to wave, for example. Could be good. Could be good. And then the Eververse will sell them or you can try to (laughs) get them at random over the next six weeks. (laughs) Uh, so crucible stuff. I'm super excited about private matches. I didn't get to do a whole lot of private matches in destiny one. Um, but I'd really love to be able to get some, some DBO game nights going. Yeah, that would be cool. So I thought I was, I was a big proponent of, of private matches of them putting private matches into the game. And I was really excited when they did. And then, we never used them. We never yeah. actually, I mean, we almost big, never played them. I think a big part of the problem is that, um, at least in Destiny 1, and I'm afraid that this is the way it's going to go with the Warmind release, but um, is that there was no customization available. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't change how many points you wanted. You know, if we wanted to play a 400-point, uh, yeah. you know, capture game... <laughs> That wasn't Flag an option. Flag it home to score, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes, and, and back in the days of Halo, some of those weird, wacky game types were just that was that was sort of the ridiculous fun that you could have with your friends. You'd never trust that kind of game type to just matchmaking, but if you're in a group with all your friends, yes. that's that's a lot more fun. Well, and and yeah, and it's like I'm I'm always a proponent of you can't compare game franchises. Yeah, but yeah. it does seem weird that a very basic feature of private matches didn't even have as much customization as halo one because halo one didn't have a ton, but it had more than it we got. Some. Yeah. Yeah. It had some <laughs> and we basically, yeah, it, it's almost none. It's basically like playing and just playing a match with your friends and that's it, which yeah. is, I mean, they call it private matches, I guess they don't call it custom matches, but <laughs> Oh, and you're right. That's true. That was a distinction. Somebody had a meeting about that. So problem <laughs> solved. Okay. Next topic. <laughs> Never mind. We take back all our we complaints. We take back all our complaints. 
Now, when they release custom matches, yes. then there's no customization. Then right. <laughs> then we'll get our pitchforks out. That's mm. right. Are you guys feeling vault space problems? Because I'm not feeling vault space nah. problems. I, I was feeling I was feeling vault space problems until I completely gave up on on collecting things. Now I collect nothing, and I'm perfectly happy. I'm still I still got an almost full vault, but but I'm not. I don't feel problems when I get you know close to the end. I just delete a bunch of stuff. Interesting. Yeah, I've sort of been approaching. I, I guess that's the way I've been going about it. I am collecting specifically the items that i'm interested in and when i come across something that i am not trying to collect i just delete it yeah yeah so i used to collect ships Mm. you know i would i would try to keep as many ships as i got and then i realized you know there's not really room for them and they don't do anything for you so i keep you know the few that that i find interesting to look at and and trash the rest yeah i I pretty much just keep the exotic ones Mm mm-hmm Oh, I've got a like. I think my hunter still uses my iron banner ship, which is non-exotic. But all but the other two use exotic ones. This goes to show how how little I've really paid attention to that. With the exotic ships, can you access those from the exotic kiosks, or is that just for weapons and gear? No, no ships. Oh, no, no ships. No wow. ships or sparrows. So if you which delete them, makes me kind of sad. Yeah, because I deleted some exotic ship a while back. I'm like, oh. oh well, yeah. and I, I think mm. I think that's something. We see on the roadmap the gear collections. I'm yeah. assuming that's what that yeah. is mm-hmm. for everything. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know. September I, though, that's a ways out. Yep. I haven't felt like I haven't felt like they've shifted the the meta so much in any direction that I've felt left out by deleting stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, the biggest shift recently has been, as Bjorn mentioned, the the pulse rifle changes. And I had enough pulse rifles that I kept around that I liked that it, it wasn't a problem to try them out. Um, but I, you know, I don't know. There's a t- I get I get used to what I like using, and and that's what I use. You know, you yep. could probably delete ninety percent of what's in my vault, and I wouldn't. I'd be upset when you did it, and then I wouldn't <laughs> care. <laughs> if you did it without telling me, it would take me like months to notice. Yeah. <laughs> right. So recently I've been collecting armor sets because, mm-hmm. you know, so it's kind of fun. So um, I picked up all of Ikora's gear for all for all the characters. And so that's, I that's can, hard to do because it takes a long time. A lot of those missions to get the third. It really does. Like when I started doing it, it was, you know, it was three it was three meditations a week plus her the, the challenges and all that stuff. And it still took a, a two or three weeks, mm-hmm. but, but, um, once it was done, uh, so now I can set them up as, as, um, as loadouts and I can in the tower jump between my starting gear in on all characters and her gear, which is exactly the same except cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of fun, you know, like it, it doesn't get you anything, but, it's just kind of a cool thing. So you set your own challenges and you just work towards them. I don't know. I think that's sort of the, that's the idea they're going for, right? You or you have enough options out there that you can tell the story that you want to tell, do the things that well, you want I, to do. That, right, that's but, how they were expecting people to play 
because they put a lot of different designs in the game. They just didn't put a lot of like customization, I guess would be the right word. You, you can't like, you know, gear gears, not random. Right. So, yeah. And, and no armor, no full armor set is something I want to wear all the time. There are, there are no armor sets that where that I choose where everything is from the same place. Mm. Is that because, because of how it looks or because of like the stats on it? Because of the stats on it. Oh, you can change that over time. Now, even uh, not really, like not to the point where I want to. Hmm. So uh, there are there are a couple of armor sets where like I can't get mobility down below four. And that means there's, you know, three points that I can't use for resilience and recovery. <laughs> you you so. can with masterwork. They're, they're literally makes them identical if you if you get the masterwork changes. Yeah, but then, but but that's a random. Now I have to right. like, for sure. I have to pay a like ten times, and I might not even. Have. <laughs> yes, yeah, and I sure. tried that once, and I and I went through you know like five or six changes, and I was like, I just don't have the the cores for this. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. As, as Bjorn would say, I just get super lucky because I have <laughs> two sets that I've made into recovery armor. Oh wow, that's just exactly what I want. Yeah, my Titan has at least. No, my Titan and Hunter both have a full masterwork set of armor at this point that I spent the extra cores to get to the the right stats. Yeah, the only thing right. I've masterworked so far is my uh, my raid gear. Oh, that's so I have so I have <laughs> sets that I wear that are the right stats, but but they're not all from the same collection, mm-hmm. right? right? And even if they were from the same collection, if I use the collection, I can't use an exotic, right? Right. So, so yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah. You really only need three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do so you, it's, I mean, I have them, but I don't, I don't ever use them except in the tower. Do you think they're going to go with, with this gear collections coming in season four? Do you think they're going to go, uh, I forget what they're called, but like uh, set bonuses where if, if you're wearing all gear from, a common set then you know you wear, wear wear two pieces of gear from the set to get this perk wear three pieces of gear from the set to get that first perk and this other perk um, that would be really cool that would that would definitely get you cool. stuff more more organized so the, the thing they'd have to do if they do that is they have to make those gear bonuses as good as wearing an exotic mm-hmm. yep so that's i think that's where the the yeah, challenge maybe, is going to be make each set once you get all the pieces that it does unlock some kind of exotic overall perk sort of thing. That'd yeah, I think, cool. I think that's the yeah. way to do it. it, was, it and they kind of went that route in a very strange way with the SRL racing gear back in yeah, Destiny, right. Where it, once you put on all of the racing gear, you started to blink like you had these cool yes. blinking lights on your suit, <laughs> and it was not documented anywhere. You didn't know that was going to happen, but. Uh, and as soon as you took off one one of the pieces, the whole thing stopped working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. And there's then, obviously you some sort one, of logic. You were doomed for yeah, a year. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I did yes. that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So did I. <laughs> well, there's you know for all of the for all of the faction gear, you had to run a nightfall with all the gear on in order to get the helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Ornament. So there's sort of tilting in that direction but not quite c- committing that way not fully right 
I, I definitely think it'd be cool. Like the like the bonuses they have on the raid gear that they added to the raid gear, we all love. Like, I think those are the great. Freaking, yep. yep. What is it? One of us has not used, this, used them at all. <laughs> um, the, my Titan armor raid gear is like some kind of ugly, big, bad Beetleborg design. I'm like, yeah, I'm just deleting these. <laughs> yeah, but your lack of damage output was because you were using Darcy. Oh, I was using Darcy. Darcy gives a damage bonus when it locks on. And it should talk to you, but it, it doesn't yet. This was before it should patch, talk to way. you? Oh, you gotta yeah, go read the, that's the, the Darcy lore. lore. The yeah. lore for it, yeah. Oh my god. It says that it well, I mean, so super good advice should have talked to you as well. There, there's a whole range of intelligent weapons in Destiny that we just... They should, they they should hire some voice actors yet. to do oh, like... Yeah, yeah you, do you get a headshot and a nice shot. I, I totally understand, like, them not wanting to annoy the player. But sure. it's like, just put a note on there that you can turn off, but it's like, yeah, shut up. Yeah. 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 It's, it's an extra mod button. You that click it on awesome. and off. Yeah, I, I totally love that. I'd probably use it for a little while. Be kind of fun. Uh, but spe- so speaking about Masterworks, we have the exotic weapon Masterworks coming. Have they, as far as I know, they haven't really said what mm-hmm. that means Not a thing and i'm yet. sort of curious and that's if they can make orbs right apart uh, from orb, orb generation I'm, I'm super looking forward to that because that's yeah do you have I, any I ideas actually about... like sometimes feel bad where i'm like well if i use this exotic i won't create orbs anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean the other side of that though is that the the orbs that are created aren't that powerful they're they're, they're the small orbs and right. you just, you they get... are but but when you do 39 of them per per match or something that they get pretty yeah powerful. yeah that's true it, it really does increase the number of of uh of supers you get like it, like it's not gonna make it so you get your super twice as fast i don't think but even 10 or 20 percent faster that's mm-hmm. and i think it's PPE, more than that's that a big deal. yeah i, think yeah, and I guess that's, it, it's more of a difference with the new the new uh the go fast so system. here's here's a here's an easy example for you. So if you um, if you run one of the two Mercury strikes and and you don't use exotic and you don't use masterwork weapons, you'll be about fifteen percent supercharged when you walk through the top door, the first the first door, right before you mm-hmm. get to the the forest. If you use your if you use masterworks weapons and you guys are all efficient at, at shooting pairs, you'll be more than 50% charged when you go through the door. Hmm. And that's just the first, you know, minute of the game, right? That's, yeah. it's a significant boost. So do we think though, that with the exotic masterworks, that that will be the only difference is that they're going to generate orbs? Well, they're going to give stat bonuses, I would assume. Yeah, I'd be okay right if half. that was it. I mean, I'd be okay if that was it. Just so I'm not losing out. I guess. Yeah. I guess stat bonuses on exotic sort of scares me a little bit. I, I, I actually kind of hope that they have special stat bonuses for exotics. Well, hmm. Remember, they're redoing like a ton of the exotics anyway, so they may not need to do stat bonuses. Stuff. And maybe, hey, well, this thing's actually useful now. Well, but I, I don't think the I don't think Masterworks would be Masterworks without the stat yeah. bonuses. Like that, mm-hmm. like we didn't even care about the orb thing when they first announced it because we didn't realize it was also for the person using the gun. Right. Right. Yeah. 
everybody was excited about the stat bonuses and then it just turned out that holy crap this is amazing with the orbs and now right and the stat bonuses are almost irrelevant yeah Yeah. curious yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see what what the changes are so it's april 24th right is when they're going to do the the reveal live stream i guess yeah for warmind yeah yeah that's Which a pretty I, they, short window. They haven't, they haven't really talked about what they're even going to show on that at no, all. Which no. is the first time they have haven't talked about it beforehand. But they did say that Vicarious Visions are going to be there with them, hmm. which right. is an interesting thing. That is interesting. Because that uh, the first time that they've had that they've had a, an outside studio participate in the in the launch info. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. For for Destiny stuff, yeah. I mean, back in Halo, they would have uh, Max Hoberman yeah. from Certain Affinity talk about you know the new maps that were that he'd been working on. Mm-hmm. But but that hardly counts since yeah, he'd been I mean, a he'd been Bungie long before he was Certain Affinity. Right. Yeah, but I think as far as a precedent, I think that's the only other thing I can think of. Hmm. That is, I hadn't heard that. That's that's very interesting. I'm curious to see what that stream will be like. Um, I'm going to be out of town for it, so I'll, I'll have to <laughs> oh. watch it after the fact. Yep. Uh, where are we on here? We got heroic strike modifiers. Well, there, there's a couple of things on there we don't know what what they mean. One of them's Nightfall Challenge card. If that's not just a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, and there's I, also seasonal vendor progression. Oh yeah, which that one. I have no idea what that means. Like, is that going to be leveling up like in Destiny One? Because it didn't do anything in Destiny One. No, there oh, was a point where it did, where you had to like hit rank three or rank five to get access Sorry. to. Let me let me rephrase. It oh. didn't do anything after the first month of playing. <laughs> no, 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 no. You had to get to level twenty five to get some of the high-end ships and shaders and stuff. And it was you, a you mission it would kick off. You didn't hit level 25, 25. With, with FWC in the first month? I didn't hit level 25 with FWC, period. <laughs> He's like hardcore new monarchy. You're the problem. I, I was more I am the problem. About, I was more saying, I'm pretty sure I hit F25 with FWC like, <laughs> within the first couple months. <laughs> oh, and I missed the first one. Seasonable, seasonal crucible rankings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How are we feeling yeah, about dear. ranked ranked match play coming back? I I've never be, really been that. really that interested in ranked PvP. I know there's people that are going to be super excited about it, but yeah, I think I'm a the last time to get I into just, a game with those people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the last time I tried was Halo Reach, and I think I got like. I could be misremembering the remembering the tears here, but I think I got Onyx once and then like never played again. Yeah, that's kind of what I did with Halo 2. Uh I managed to get my my Rumble to like 49, I think. <laughs> and then I just and stopped. Then I just stopped playing. So <laughs> like, they it, fixed that in later years, so you can't do that anymore. Now you lose you lose ranking over time if you don't play. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and that's how it was in Reach. I got Onyx yeah. in it in one season <laughs> right and so this is seasonable seasonal 
crucible rankings. I can't read that and say it at the same time, apparently. Uh, So yeah, my guess is you just build it up as high as you can for the season and then it resets with season four. Yeah. Uh, Could be interesting. Could be, I don't know. Sometimes the way destiny plays, uh, you know, it gets a little sweaty. I mean, trials is kind of already pretty intense. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much more intense I want non-trial stuff to get. But I'll definitely check it out. It'll be one of those things where we'll get a couple wins and, then, and it'll suck me in and then I'll become a monster. <laughs> I'll check it out and remember how terrible I've gotten at exactly. PvP and yeah. I'll quit. Throw your disc out the window. <laughs> if I had a disc. If you had a disc, yeah. Yeah. I still have a disc on the PlayStation. What are you are you playing mostly on PlayStation these days, Cloud? Or are you still splitting platforms or I'm splitting platforms. So I play during the week on the Xbox and on weekends on the PlayStation. Okay. Raga, you you have acquired a PlayStation, but you're not <laughs> destined to Yeah, there. I don't even have PlayStation now or or whatever it's called to I don't oh, really the PSN. On there. Yeah. PS okay. Plus. Whatever it's called. Gotcha. Yeah, I I just after after grinding a bunch of characters on both platforms for Destiny One, I just I just can't do it anymore. I, yeah, I had issues. every intention of having characters on both platforms, but I've not even touched my the PlayStation yet. Well and I and I swore I was gonna play a lot on PC, but it's just it's a lot of time to put it into it. Mm-hmm. On two platforms, cross-platform play, Bungie. Yeah, <laughs> make it happen. Even just cross, even just cross-platform saves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't yeah. have to be play. Just that's true. Yeah. That's true. Then I, then I literally would have bought it on PlayStation. Also, I wouldn't. I'd jump in there if somebody wanted to play on PlayStation. That'd be amazing. Be able to use my one character on all three platforms. That'd yeah, be tons yep. of fun. Yeah, what would they lose from that? I mean, they they make money on all the sales. Well, it's not uh, I don't think them, it's I them. Think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I get the sense it's Microsoft and Sony button heads. Uh, and Blizzard is probably in there somewhere going, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the other big part of the season three is the whole, uh, you know, story element and we might have somebody here tonight who can maybe talk about some destiny story a little bit does does destiny have a story oh, oh dear <laughs> you're gonna have to go back to those I'm notes out. raga i'm out <laughs> he just rage quit nice job yep. now we don't have anyone to talk about story so i there, there was a discussion that we had had earlier this week uh, that i'd sort of like to recreate here but without the you know the violence um <laughs> i need to not curse this time okay um yeah so so we've got this new dlc coming out it's titled simply oddly enough warmind which as far as we know means rasputin uh it, is, it was declared in destiny 2 there is only one warmind it is what icora says but we don't know if we can believe her it's, it's, it's kind of weird. Um, the, the context there is weird too, though, because I think she might have meant there's only one more mind left. 
Hmm. Oh, interesting. That, that's how I read it, too. People didn't agree with me, and I didn't yeah. argue with them. But I never even I heard that argument. But yeah, I, I always I, interpreted it as there was that. one war mind, like sort of a hive mind war mind. Hmm. Yeah. Um. But so so the argument, though, the, the conversation we had had was about uh, there is Rasputin is one of the I, I guess, oldest destiny uh, story elements, right? It, it it had been teased. That was that was a name we knew before yeah. the game even had like footage, yeah. right? Like we that was we'd heard Charlemagne and we'd heard Rasputin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably like in those old like Pathways Out of Darkness video or something, like the original launch trailer. Exactly. Thing. Yeah, it, it so... was even it, it was even like when they did that uh that reveal with uh, Joe Staten. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who else was in it. They they show like a vault with a bunch of treasure in it, mm-hmm. and they called it Charlemagne's Vault. Yep. Yeah. And right. so, if if you go with the theory that there's only one war war mines, they were talking about Rasputin too, even even though it was Charlemagne's fault. Yeah. On the the one war mine question, if you read through it, I mean, there's one kind of almost like a missive from Rasputin where he's kind of talking about when the darkness came to attack the system. And it's a, it's a cool one, but he talks about how he, they, they did battle and all his fellow kind of legendary names. I'd have to go read it to, to get the wording right. But he's like, you know, he's like, I I was a legend and I fought this thing and my brothers and sisters were legends too. And they all died or something like that. And so he says he's going to try to, to basically escape the end of the universe, which is, of course, a, a good old bungee concept. <laughs> and he, he's going to shout their names at the end of the universe or something like that. But then there's a, there's a later piece of lore, old Grimoire from Destiny 1. Uh, it was pre the darkness coming. There was a, like a general that was like hang gliding around the, uh, the Cosmodrome. And this general is talking to a what's called a subbind. It's like a like a part of the warmind, and this subbind is kind of like a a liaison between Rasputin and and like humanity or something. And and like Rasputin, even back then, didn't talk a lot to people. Says the subbind, and and the general says something like, "Well, he can just sulk. Then I'm gonna be doing what I'm doing." And so, it, could it be that? Rasputin is just a name for part of the War Mind Network, but I mean, then we get other things where the there's the colony ships each had their AIs, like Felsafe. Yeah. But, uh, like Exodus Red has a neat AI that it's like it's continuing to go through this distress signal loop. Mayday, Mayday, Mayday! Didn't it? Well, apologize. Sorry. Let me continue what I was talking about. You know, things were looking bad up there. Then the Mayday, Mayday, Mayday comes back around, and it and it keeps apologizing for the distress signal. But it, it refers to Rasputin as the smartest of the war minds and and stuff mm. like that. So, so a ship AI is a war mind? I'm not sure. I... No, the Exodus Red had its own AI. And like you know, Exodus Black had Failsafe, right? Which is its little ship AI. He, he's not saying it's a war mind. War mind. Right. No, no, no. They're they're not war minds. Using the Each Exodus those... Red just mentioned it. Yeah, okay. Exodus Red was talking about Rasputin giving orders and and uh, stuff like that. 
during the course of the, the battles against the darkness. But only mentioned, only referred to it as the smartest of the war minds. Yeah, yeah. Thus implying a plurality. Which implies, right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Very interesting. So, so with this expansion, we can expect uh, a new raid lair, right? That's what's been discussed, yep. uh, which means a mm-hmm. smaller, more compact raid experience. Uh, we don't know if it has anything to do with a war mind or if it's somehow back on the Leviathan or who knows what. Um, I would expect the Leviathan. I, I think. Yeah, same. Kind of switching gears just for a second. I think the mm-hmm. Leviathan's one of the coolest pieces of storytelling. Maybe in All of Destiny, in that it's an ongoing story that presumably is going to have an end at some point. You know, we can't just keep that thing floating out there. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of loose ends. Yeah. Because it's still eating Nessus, right? Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of strange. Uh, Yeah, so we have the raid layer, and then we're going to have whatever story content we get. Uh, but, and, and the conversation we'd had before was Raga, I believe you were arguing that, um, that something like the war mind Rasputin, that, that storyline, that story arc, um, feels like it deserves something like its own comet sized release, like the taken King sized release where it's a new title update with whole new environments and big story. Right. Um, right. Cause there's uh, some concern about this maybe not you know being enough and hoping that this isn't like going to try to just tie up some big story with a small bow or yeah, from from my perspective war minds have been mentioned all over the destiny universe from before the collapse before the darkness came to it to wipe out humanity and you know do whatever it wanted to do to the traveler i mean starting back some of the earliest uh, stories were of the Ishtar Collective, this group of scientists that we explored their ruins on Venus in Destiny 1. And these scientists had come to Venus because the Traveler had terraformed it, and then they found these Vex structures that were still there for some reason. Maybe the Vex came before the Traveler, or and they said it was like millions of years before humanity got to Venus were these old Vex structures. So they set up the Ishtar Academy that we, you know, we went all through in Destiny 1 to study the Vex structures. Well, as part of that, this one group of scientists somehow found an old Vex unit laying around. And this Vex unit started simulating them. It started simulating, I forget the numbers, like 147 copies of them or something. Like to the point that there's a, a funny phrase in one of them, what the two of the scientists are kind of arguing back and forth about what it means. And one of them says, I think we need to call a meeting. And the other one says, yeah your simulated self just said the same thing. And (laughs) in order to get out of this simulation, they eventually determined, well, A, you know, we have to assume that we are in a simulation, like we're not real because the math just works against you. If there's a hundred simulated copies and one real copy, the math says you're the simulated copy, the real copy is someone else. So you have to, you know, assume that if you start messing up the simulation, the Vex is going to do all sorts of horrible things to you because you're just data. So they say, okay, let's call a war mind. A war mind is too big to be simulated. It's, I guess, too much processing power. They don't get into it. But, you know, presumably the war, a war mind or the war mind network is the most powerful computing system like humanity's ever come across, you know, other than maybe the traveler, if they count it as computers or not. 
so apparently that works. They they get out of the Vex simulation because the War Mind overpowers it or something. Because it was just one Vex unit, it wasn't like the the thing in the Osiris, you know, the Infinite oh. Forest. It was a whole planet-sized simulator system. Yeah. So it was one Vex could do, you know, hundred or two hundred copies of you know four scientists kind of thing. So they get out and then they come back, and they come back and we're basically exo bodies. And they continue with kind of their research because by kind of remote projecting themselves through robotic bodies, they don't have to worry about their physical bodies being taken over or simulated again. They can just leave the exo bodies or whatever. So war minds are mentioned there. But these same star collective scientists keep, have kept appearing in the Destiny lore all the way up into Destiny 2 that uh, there's another one. Uh, two of them in particular, Maya Sundaresh and Chioma Isi, I think it is. These two keep appearing. And Maya went off to Tibet where she was working on this strange system, this strange machine that could project your thoughts into the past or future. And when people would go into this machine, they would get strange visions or really weird physical things would happen to them because it was based on Vex technology. Well, this machine kept hurting people, kept killing or like freezing people, all sorts of strange effects. And a, it's mentioned that a war mind suggests maybe that they could use this one type of special drug to help insulate their minds from the machine. Well, this machine goes on to become the machine that the future war cult is always babbling about. If you read their, yep. their item descriptions, that they keep putting their initiates into these machines and they they either see the darkness winning or they see their own deaths or occasionally every once in a while they see humanity winning against the darkness. But this machine is tied to war minds because a war mind was involved in the project to develop the machine before the darkness came. And then, you know, going forward from there, obviously war minds were involved in humanity's defense against the darkness to the point that you know, if you read and interpret the kind of the there's three or four reports that come from Rasputin, where he says, basically, it, it lists out all these different conditions. If all these different things are met and the conditions are a little vague, but it's uh, if this happens and this happens and this happens, then do this kind of is the result of the conditions. And the result appears to read that Rasputin decided to, if things go bad enough, to either nuke the Traveler or shoot it with something even more powerful than the nuke to keep it from leaving, forcing it to defend itself and defend humanity. Mm -hmm. And so Rasputin probably maybe did that to the Traveler. Like all the damage we see, that may have been our weapons that did attack the Traveler, not necessarily the darkness. And then in that same kind of grouping, Rasputin then says okay, I've done this, now I'm going to hide because this thing, this darkness that came was more powerful than even the Traveler. And there's no way I can beat it right now, so I'm going to go into hiding and try to find a way to beat it. So, and that leads us to where we are today, where Destiny 1 started, Rasputin's in hiding. The reason the Fallen swarmed the Cosmodrome because they started finding signs of him. And then, of course, we connect him to the, the last array in that one mission with the the great little soundtrack bit where the so big good. antenna comes out of the ground and unfolds 
and he links up over to Mars, which we then go over to Mars and we we go, you know, there's that one mission, you go up the tower, up the tower, and you eventually scan a different AR part, and your ghost says, oh, well, Rasputin's over here now, and now he's everywhere. So Warminds and Rasputin has been in the background of Destiny this whole time, and now we have a, a DLC titled Warmind, but it's basically the, what, $15 version of a DLC? $30, you know, whatever, the, mm-hmm. the cheap version. They're not going to try to wrap this up, are they? I mean... I'm hoping that this leads into a new Comet release. That whatever happens right, yeah. here is is the launching arc for taking us into the next big story. Sure. But my fear is that we're going to get something like Curse of Osiris, which, yeah, maybe Osiris can come back in some other fashion. Doesn't really feel like that's planned, at least not anytime soon. He's kind of off doing his thing, patrolling time and space. Yeah, Occasionally he's he calls for help. Back. And, and, when they, and they and they did answer most of the questions we had about Osiris. Not satisfactorily, sure. but... Sure. And, and so, yeah. I don't I, want I, that I def- to happen to Rasputin, is the thing. Right. I don't want that to happen to the Warmind Network. Oh, yeah, okay, he's done. Now he's just going to be calculating a solution and... Maybe we'll get back to him in Destiny 3, maybe. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. I want it to be something big and flashy. And I mean, there's, there's more I could go into, but it feels like this is one of the core mysteries of Destiny. And it's been teased for so long. I hope we get something as big as it deserves. Well, and I think a couple things about it, though, just to like... I don't know if I'd call it a counter argument, but like one reason why I'm not as worried is you you look at the the one image we have for Warmind. Mm-hmm. I'm actually and, looking at it now; it's amazing. Yeah, same here. And aside from just the Warmind uh, aesthetic that we have, we also look like have stuff that looks a lot like Siva. It's the same red glow. Yeah, yeah. You know the the kind of randomly assembled wires so i actually wonder how much this is going to have to do with like the war mountain core mystery or if it's just going to be siva 2 you know hmm. if it's going to be more the siva threat shows up and we and the war mind's going to help us whatever war mind it is whether it's rasputin or or whatever you have mm-hmm. or, or is going to help us fight back siva Oh, that'd be interesting. Because I, I think if they were going to wrap up the Rasputin storyline, it wouldn't be about Siva. I think the the Warmind storyline would be a lot bigger than that. I mean, the, it ties a lot to the actual darkness, not the old minions of the darkness that now aren't minions of the darkness. Right, right. I mean, oh, that, that I just always thought that was... UI text, you know, that wasn't oh, yeah, I, I, to be I story, but I agree, but I mean, you know, they did they did in a lot of uh a lot of outside of game stuff call the fallen and all of them the minions of the darkness. It's just lore wise it didn't really Right. And never really connected. But uh yeah, so so I don't know. I, I, I'm not too worried about it. If anything, I'm hoping like my my way out there wish is that this is actually like a prequel to the darkness coming back that's like Mm -hmm. my crazy 
pie in the sky dreams of what this this short DLC is going to be about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard much from you, Claude. Do you have uh, any thoughts on it? No, I'm I'm uh, I, I've been doing my best to sort of not read stuff about it and not really speculate in my own head about it because <laughs> I've gotten it wrong every time and <laughs> I kind of feel like. I'll just see what they give me and and see how happy I am then. All right, I have a task for you then. Oh. Okay. I think I think your your goal here, your project, is to figure out what ballet music oh, will dear. feature. Oh <laughs> dear. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a good task. Good luck. <laughs> should, should, should we have like a contest on the forums? Oh, that I think it'd be fantastic. I know nothing about Everybody ballet. Gets I know guess. nothing about ballet, so <laughs> you got a lot of work to do then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why does wonderful. Why does there have to be any ballet music involved? <laughs> well, you know he's a he's a ballet fan, yeah. Rasputin. Well, every time Rasputin's appeared, there's he's kind of he's never talked to us really, but he's announced himself with ballet music of various sorts. You remember the whole? Uh, uh, oh goodness, I can't remember the name of that that strike or mission from D one where he went down into the, the war mind room and had to fight off all the hive and yeah, he was playing ballet music loudly in the background the whole time. Why was it ballet music? Cause he's, 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 a, he's, he's a ballet he's fan. ballet music. So yeah. that's yes. where it comes from. Yes. But how did they he actually... know? He didn't say it was ballet music. Did he? Well, there's, there's the internet knows. <laughs> the internet who's, who's the person that said it? Because there's a there's a person that says, "Oh, I'm glad you saved Rasputin." There's so few ballet I think it's fans. Eris. Left. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, and the ghost actually, ghost says that particular line, but Eris talks about the ballet music a little bit. I think, like as you get near the door, it starts to open, and and Eris says something like you know something's wrong you know he's playing the wrong music or something like that yeah actually i'm glad you brought up eris um that's a character that i've been missing in destiny 2 she was pretty (laughs) prominent in destiny 1 i was enjoying her story arc uh we had some cool she's been mentioned enough times that she's got to come back yeah i mean sabbath when sabbathoon comes back yeah yeah she's gonna come back do you think that's when it's going to be? It'll be oh, at yeah. that same time. Yeah. Like I'm like 99% sure. <laughs> so, so, okay. I mean, so I have to... one question for you. If, before we move on from, from Rasputin, mm-hmm. uh, I do have one question about that, that art that they distributed recently. Mm-hmm. So Rasputin was on earth in D one, right? As far as we knew, or most of him was correct. Yeah. And, and the only time he's mentioned off planet in D two is on Nessus, and he's not there. So he's so why fact, is specifically Phobos they in say this picture, that I guess they specifically That's, say that Rasputin seemed to have gotten trapped on Earth or something like that. I think Akora says it. It's in one of the early like actual missions that she kind of offhandedly says like he seems not to be you know throughout the rest of the network or something like that. That implies that he's either been trapped or trapped somewhere so why is phobos in this picture that they released last week this is well, and, is it that also that also makes oh, yeah. you wonder though how actually both of them are i can see db notes and phobos the fact that they didn't call it rasputin 
yeah makes me wonder if it's gonna be a different if it's gonna be some some other war mind the old rumor remember there's the old rumor that and it may have been also from the old videos where something like rasputin was supposed to get kidnapped or yeah trapped or something like that and charlemagne was also mentioned kind of in that same context I think one of yeah, the ideas floating around was that maybe Charlemagne has reawoken sort of thing and is trying to do his own thing and has somehow grabbed control of Rasputin or has locked Rasputin away or something, which mm. could be interesting because we don't know actually who's the good guy and who's the bad guy there. That's the way they're going. Actually, that's really funny. I was looking at, uh, so in that desktop picture that they released, mm-hmm. the moon is in it. But in the uh, there's a in the little news screenshot, yeah, it's before. cropped before you can see it. Yeah, it's not in there. Was but it, Demos it, isn't. Yeah, it is cropped. You're right. Yeah, Demos is visible in the in the cropped version, but not the but but not Phobos. Well, you can see the I forget which is which now. Uh, let's oh, see, Phobos okay, is see the big Demos. one. Phobos, if you see Demos, the little one, it's obviously a moon. Kind of just go down from that and slightly That's to the Phobos. left, there's yeah. the outline of Phobos Got it. sitting there. Then what's the thing over to the right of Demos? There's like a like a satellite array in the sky with like a white Warsets, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, maybe. There was a, there's an old uh, Gribbard article. There's like this hunter is watching this battle between Cabal forces and Vex forces and all of a sudden, she kind of feels a tingle, and then from the sky, like comes like rockets and energy beams. That these war sets that we like, you know, picked up the pieces of in Destiny One, they were supposedly pretty serious pieces of equipment, like able to to rain down death and destruction, destruction enough to that these uh, Vex and Cabal like retreated away from their own battle because this one satellite was like sh- shooting both of them. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I, actually, I'm looking at the uh, the 4K version of the the wallpaper. Oh yeah, now, definitely. And it uh, <laughs> it looks like it's actually just an element of the room. Whatever, whatever the thing in the middle is, the sort of yeah, reddish diamond. Yeah. It's sort of a piece of that that room. But we think that's a room, or is that just well, there's like something hologram stuff? There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because if it is actually Mars, I'm hoping they at least mention Charlemagne. Yeah. Because that's that's his I mean, that's where his vault is. So, um, oh, that's right. And maybe there was that's something. What, maybe, maybe that's what this story is. Maybe this is the Charlemagne story. That could be cool. Like I also noticed, there's the uh, ice flows on the left, and in that one strange Nessus mission with the different music types, mm-hmm. at the very end of it, doesn't your ghost who kind of gets taken over by something? It mentions something about ice and then Mars. Well, now we see some ice flows oh, here. Yeah, I don't maybe that, that at all. It was a they're on the right as well. So, yeah, yeah and it's definitely it's definitely there. Mars landscape on the right. It's the red sands and stuff. So. Could be interesting. Ooh. I don't know, but we'll find out in a couple of weeks. <laughs> we yeah. will. Yep. A couple of short weeks. Kind of exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. So I'm trying to think about what else I what else we have here to cover. I think we've covered most of it. 
I know. I'm, def- I'm definitely curious what to, s- to see what they're going to do in the summer because it sounds like they're saying that there's not going to be a DLC release in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was just a uh, sort of um, a mid DLC patch, kind of like the 1.1.4 that we just got, right. but for feature updates. Well, then they and then they say new seasonal events. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like a summer festival or something. Which I think we're all hoping also SRL will come back. Yes. Oh, so good. <laughs> I hope that every time and I'm constantly disappointed. So <laughs> it, it seems so easy too. You just you make a windy map, you give everybody sparrows, you turn on instant death when you jump off, and you you're done. <laughs> well, and I'm sure they, there's there's a designer there like his head in his hands cursing at me now or yeah. oh yeah yeah let, let me let me piss them off a little bit more uh-huh. let, let, let me piss them off a little more i mean can't they just copy and paste from d1 i mean come on <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> mm. oh dear but yeah and i mean go get art of destiny 2 it's got some great srl oh yeah uh images in there some great racing images some great uh logos and stuff for different like srl teams if i remember right Yep. And it's like yeah. they they were clearly thinking about it. Well, and the lore mentions Oh, the lore, it's all over times. the lore. It's all over the lore, yeah. In like, weird go, places that you wouldn't expect. Oh, uh, I, I saw that one y'all posted it was probably my favorite one the other day. I love that uh, one. <laughs> the, the consensus, which is kind of the governing body of the city, has met together and this includes the speaker, it includes Ikor and Zavala and Cade and they're quizzing this one guardian whose name I forget, but it's it's a female guardian, I believe. And she's got apparently a, a dragon symbol on her sparrow, a racing sparrow, which dragons are, of course, and I say of course, but whatever. Dragons are <laughs> closely associated with the Ahamkara. They're talking, wish-granting dragons. Um, and so this this guardian's being accused of making a, a, a legal pact with an Ahamkara to win in the, the SRL. And the, the, the different That's sides debate back and forth. And Akora's like not paying attention, and someone calls her to task. Says, Akora, aren't you? Don't you have anything to say? She says, "Oh, I wasn't paying attention." And she says, "It's it's clear that this guardian didn't make any deal with Ahamkara." And someone says, "Probably Cade says why, or maybe Zavala says why." And she says, "Well, if she had, she would win more often." <laughs> and Cade <laughs> gives a long whistle, and and then I forget who it was. I guess Zavala kind of calls the meeting back to order. And he says. Okay, let it be known that you know she has not made an eye. Let, let it be known that that, that uh, and that dragons, dragons are, cool. are cool. Yes, because <laughs> that was part of it. She, the, the the guardian had said the reason I have a dragon on my my sparrow is dragons are cool, and so the consensus <laughs> officially agreed a city business that yes, dragons are cool. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. And, and now one of my haikus will make more sense if people. Uh, oh, people do your haikus. There's prizes to win. Oh yeah, let's talk about that real quick. <laughs> actually, right. uh, I, I meant to to bring some of this up, Raga. You've been doing some really great work um, for for community building and trying to have us weave our own stories uh, and, and share them with everyone. So we, we've got the not left. Uh, was it not? No longer know, neglected. No longer neglected. Yeah, thank you. Uh, no, so we've got no longer neglected, <laughs> which is the the fan fiction project that you're 
you're trying to lead when, when I'm not personally neglecting it. It's going great. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we took March off for some strange reason. I'm not sure why. Yeah, yeah. No neglected was fun because I think it was Claude that he posted a news story sometime last year. Something like the the often neglected fan fiction. I'm like, yo, uh-huh. okay, that's a challenge. I, I'm fixing this. <laughs> and now oh, I'm nice. laughing at the this haiku month or whatever it's going to be. That someone's going to be poking along the fan fiction thing, you know, in years in the future, and they're going to come across like ten or twelve haiku sets for no apparent reason. <laughs> and wonder what they're doing. <laughs> what the heck are you people doing? It's going to be great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, and then we also have the um, the aperturing destiny, which my phone always hates when i type it in because oh it's mine's not learned how to spell it wrong now it's great uh, <laughs> and, um, uh, like i only got to type in like a couple of letters and it, it gets aperturing then it pops up next it pops up destiny for me as well so now that that's been a fun one just to say hey let's take some screenshots and videos and stuff and that one actually came about from you know the big uh, number criticism debate a while back i think it was cruel legacy or somebody had posted okay that's fine we need to you know all be a little bit less critical whatever but then he said one of the things that we haven't seen in a while is we haven't seen the same level of telling our stories and showing off the fun things i said eh, okay well let's do that then and i think that's been a pretty good success some there's been a couple of weeks that nobody's participated but most weeks we've gotten all sorts of great videos and stories and screenshots yeah, and it's, some, it's still going pretty good. Some great. Yeah, I enjoy uh, reading them. Uh, in-game photography from mm-hmm. some people. It's 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 pretty cool. And then uh, there's always the uh, the big one that I should probably get back to at some point. Oh, yeah. the the Oni bite-sized backstory. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. You know what? I could I could do that. Oni is Oni's a lot of fun, and there's <laughs> there's actually a good bit of lore in Oni too, which is strange. I guess it's a bungee game, so. Oni no, 2? No. What? Oh, I swear. <laughs> it's so funny, because I missed out on the whole Oni thing, really. Like, like the, I know there's people on our forums, even, that are, like, still angry they didn't get their multiplayer or whatever. It's like, <laughs> I read about it in a, in a Mac Addict magazine once. I got once. to play Oni multiplayer, and it was a lot really? of fun. It was not a lot of fun. What are you talking about? I had a great time. Happy they didn't include it. It was terrible. <laughs> I had a wonderful time. I was I was enjoying MacWorld, and uh-huh. I got yeah. to go play Oni multiplayer, and I had a wonderful time. I remember nothing about it. Oh well. <laughs> no, but I that remember a... that MacWorld, and it wasn't wonderful. I mean, oh, MacWorld was wonderful, and actually, Bungie's presence there was wonderful, mm-hmm. but. Only multiplayer, not so much. Did it not see? Work? But I, I wonder. Just getting killed a lot. I, see, Claire, I wonder like, how much, how much of that broken. though is. You were just happy to be invited. Yeah. <laughs> to well, anybody who was at the show could play. I mean, it was. Oh, I know. It was, open, it was open for playing. You yeah, just I, I'm just saying there. how happy Bjorn was just. To oh, be there. oh, just to be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, that, that, that's totally my, that was my point. It, it, it was, I was completely like, I was like freshman of high school or something. And uh, me and my buddy were down in San Francisco for a few days to go to Macworld and have a good time. And we got to go like meet the guys from Bungie and we were super nerding <laughs> out. It was so good. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
That April Fool's thing, though, that was a whole lot of fun. It was, was we, we were talking back and forth about it. I was like, yeah, no, I could do this one, but why stop there? And right. so I did it. You many put as so I much work into that. In, Holy moly. I mean, I did I started two days before I got three full articles, and I was considering doing more. And I, oh, I had to, to put a put it into it just because it was going to take too long to to do the formatting for the board, mainly. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And I was feeling super guilty that I hadn't done anything for April Fools. And then, <laughs> then I got a note from Bjorn, and everything was good. That's funny. <laughs> that, that literally, like our side of it, the admin side of it, came together in about like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Rago was like, "Here, Bjorn, can you post all this stuff for me and, and edit my posts?" And I said, uh, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> Nope. And then we, and then we started going. Well, what if we changed the like, banner? And, and then what the if we <laughs> yes. change the title of the page? This will be fun. What was so? Uh, what I thought was the nicest little touch was the fire team builder. It didn't. The links worked because they still went to destiny.bungie.org, but mm-hmm. they showed oni.bungie.org, <laughs> which I, I thought. Know was, the- Really, the visit cool. front page link went to oni.bungie.org yep. at some point. Yeah, which I was actually a lot of fun. The front page link. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, it's still up. It's still running, and there's still a forum there. I, yeah. That was yeah. actually the amazing part was that, <laughs> like, it had recent posts on the forum. Oh yeah, I mean, they're still yeah. those, those people, people over there. Are, they're like modding the heck out of it. They got they're trying to make it run nicely on. It runs computers. on everything now. It's it's pretty well, amazing I mean, what they keep doing. I mean the graphics. I mean the graphics. Oh yeah, they're trying to make the graphics look good on modern computers. Right. I remember they had. I don't know if it's still. I, I barely pay attention to it. But they had one thing that they recreated the multiplayer because they like had this networking app that would directly inject the other person's movements into the engine over the internet, and it would like hijack control of one of the AI characters. And since all the AI characters had their own move sets, you could set up these little multiplayer games by the person you're playing against has hijacked the AI character from over the internet. And so it, it's relaying the moves into the AI character. It's huh. like some kind of horrible hack, but apparently it, it actually worked. I was going to say that decently. sounds yeah. terribly stable. Oh, yeah. So sure, it crashes all the time, or at least at some point it probably did. Right. How many of you guys played like. Um, Halo One under the tunneling apps. Oh my I gosh! Oh that dear! Was, yeah, I did that. Yeah, and yeah, it, it, it yeah. felt magical at the time. It totally played did. with someone over the internet. But yeah, it, it totally awful. didn't matter was... that it was buggy as hell because it was fun. <laughs> oh, I yeah, just remember was... like being in a banshee trying to shoot at the different banshee. Of course, locked in those like death spirals, you can never catch him. And then all yeah. of a sudden, my banshee like rewinds, goes under a bridge, and I get, get stuck against a wall because it's like the, the packets from like ten minutes ago have caught up to me or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, good stuff. Know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talk about the, to the Destiny that kind of slack networking now. Stuff, it's like, though. this thing works pretty good. No. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the uh, the actual bite-sized backstory, though, Raga, what do you have what do you have planned? Oh, it's been a little while yeah. since we've... Uh... It's been way too long. It, I yeah. mean, it's, it's, I haven't even done one this year, I don't think. I was actually working on it this afternoon. I'm trying to track down one little bitty piece of lore on Varric. There. He says specifically that Skolas cut off his two arms. That's why he has his robot arms. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to cite that, but it's like. Wait, what? Oh yeah. Well, they. You know, didn't they, didn't they cut off his two arms like to disgrace him? 
No, no, Varix, who, who, you know, of course, he's got the robot yeah. arms when we talk to him. There is, it is probably like an item description or something that I have to go track down. But it specifically says that Skolas caught off those two arms because either because he thought he was betraying him or yeah. just to make an example out of him or something okay. like that. But I can't find the, the, quite the right keywords I need to track that one down. And so once I get that, I'll, I'll write the article. Are you going to, like, is your uh, current trajectory to continue with the Fallen story? Yeah, I'll go back to that for one a week. And then I think what I'll do next is the uh, the the Callus story from the the Destiny 2, like, limited edition, haha, you didn't pay enough for your limited edition book <laughs> that I don't own. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's not what it was called. I, I think it was something similar. I have it right here. That, that, that's don't exactly right the title. Me, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it lulls on the end. You forgot that. Yeah, I'm sure. It, oh it's actually really super cool. Like, uh, the whole conspiracy of overthrowing Callus, who was the actual Cabal Emperor at a, one point in time, and then there's all these cool things like he's got this whole assassin force as he tries to kill Gaul. And one member of the assassin force is this from this race of arc energy beams that like travel among the stars. And this a race thing that of he energy beams. It, yeah, I mean there there's some really, really cool stuff I, I want to get to. So so the the following stuff's actually kind of close to wrapping up. Cause I mean after this this big war around the reef, we kind of know what happens for the most part, you know, at the Cosmodrome and so on. Then kind of the last bit to shed light on is after Destiny 1, all the fallen houses scattered and they left the Cosmodrome. They left Earth for the most part. You know, of course, we have some there now in Destiny 2, but the houses all they just scatter. They did away with their houses. These are things that, that they're part of their tradition going back before the darkness hit them hundreds or thousands, maybe thousands of years ago, they've done but away with their houses. You haven't done anything with their sort of experimentation with Siva. So yeah, there'll be that too. There's not a whole lot from their perspective on it, which is interesting. There's a lot from the iron Lord's perspective. Well, isn't, but, isn't one of them, if I remember remembering right, someone actually going to see the Kings cause the Kings were one of the groups that, Oh, I mean, that's, that's was part like, of it against the, Siva. The Awoken Queen's right. brother after she got That's right. killed, blown away, or whatever actually happened to her because she's probably still around somehow. He went well, I mean, to we, know, we know she's alive. The Yeah, she's got to be. And there, there's actually several references that hint well, in that direction. And, and Bungie's actually said it. <laughs> well, yeah, it, they had a whole interview they? where they're like, oh, she's not, she might be back sometime or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, the queen's brother went to talk to the House of Kings, and if you read it, it basically looks like he kind of asserted his authority as a monarch over them, who also they consider themselves monarchs as well. They kind of bowed to them, and so the fallen dissolved all their other houses. It looks like they all pulled together maybe under the, the queen's brother's leadership, which is probably not good for us because he was kind of a jerk. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and didn't like us. <laughs> and didn't like us, yes. He was really emo. But there, there's all sorts of scannables in the <laughs> EDZ specifically that, that kind of hint in that direction. Hmm. 
it'll be interesting. Yeah. What do you think the uh, the significance is for the? Uh, I'm maybe they actually already spelled this out and I missed it, but uh, the fallen in the in trust land with Varix's house judgment sigil. I'm not sure because there's a couple of references because there's a scannable someplace else where the ghost talks about uh, working with Varix as well. Yeah, and it seemed like a really strange he had thing. He allied to... himself pretty heavily with with uh, Petra Vinge and the Reef leadership, but he was also he was always kind of like near the end of Destiny One, you know, around the you know past the Taken King after the Queen's brother had left and after the queen had mysteriously vanished when her ship was destroyed it seemed that Varric's gained control of what they call the crows which is kind of a it's never quite spelled out but it's either the reef's kind of spy organization or it might literally be mechanical crows it's kind of one or the That's, other or maybe both. i think it's actually mechanical crows <laughs> Some, like from the description of that card but but there's other references where it's clearly, clearly right. like fighter pilots and stuff so right. But Barracks was in control of the crows. There's, I just read it today. Uh, he was taking in the spy reports and, and handing them to Petra, and she said something like, I know you're in charge of this now, and I know you're not telling me everything, but I still trust you. And they kind of got this mutual trust between each other. So it kind of all tied up, what happened to the reef? How come we haven't seen or heard from the reef in all of Destiny 2? So that's going to be interesting. Definitely. Lots of potential here for good storytelling. Yeah. yeah. I hope they make good on some of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They will make good on some of it. Yep. Yes. Yep. Oh, poor Saint 14. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. I'm actually okay with that. I mean, I think he, he is still a legendary figure that he took on a, an entire Vex army and basically won. Yeah. <laughs> so... But yeah, it's kind well, of sad. Like, oh, and and that's that's a, a common theme in Destiny lore that all these legendary heroes may either die or they stop fighting. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the two options they go with. Or they transcend death and float around the hive nether world. Yeah, sending back like haughty, annoying <laughs> letters to people. my goodness yeah but i mean there's a there's someone mentioned no story in destiny it's like eh. there's 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 very talented writers and one of the coolest things that if you uh if you pay attention as much as i do i i i think they literally wrote down like a entire list of every single grimoire card and they have made sure in Destiny 2 that every single person, story point, whatever, yeah. has a continuation in Destiny 2. Maybe just one. But, but like, uh, there. remember like the Owl Sector where we all got the funny, colorful glows yeah. around us? There's a mention in the tower. If you're just standing around, one of the people says, uh, I think Shu uh, adopted Quist kids after the tower fell. Well, Shu was one of those operators running that program. Quist was another one of them who had kids who were mentioned in the grimoire back in Destiny 1 around, I guess it was Age of Triumph or whatever that was. Or maybe uh, 
maybe the the fallen the fallen hordes, the Iron Lords. Yeah. Well, so they continued their story that it's acknowledged that he had kids. It's acknowledged that he died in the the cabal's attack on the tower, and it's acknowledged that the other person that we heard about adopted his kids. And that's just one random phrase in the tower as you're walking around. And I, I want to just sit around, spend a day just listening to the random phrases because there's really cool stuff even there. But I mean, every single story, but I, I literally cannot find one now that does not have at least a phrase or a scannable or, or something that continues at a story point, which is really cool. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think, go ahead, Zenos. I was just going to say, I, the lore I think is actually just as cool as destiny two as destiny one. It's just mm-hmm. so much harder to find. Yeah. Yeah. Not like it was super accessible in Destiny 1 either, though. Well, right, but but in Destiny 1, when you unlocked it, It you knew where it was. Right, you could go find it. Yeah, Yeah. You could go to the topic and be like, oh, this was about the guy that had the last word. So you went to weapons and you found the last word and it was sitting right there. Now, if I want information about Rasputin, Mm -hmm. what do I look at in Destiny 2? You don't. It's not collected anywhere. I mean, right. <laughs> the, the real answer is you go to ishtar-collective.com or whatever right. it is, and they've archived it all. But Like, like I love that the lore is in-game, but I wish they would have kept the grimoire, and when you unlocked that lore, it would unlock it in the grimoire. Yeah. It's just need to put it in the app and maybe, you know, don't hide it under a bizarre icon, but yeah. just give us a... <laughs> A grimoire that's just like they did before. It's just list of topics and, you know, good luck finding something sometimes, but it's all in there. So that'd be nice. Maybe Bungie's listening. Maybe. Maybe. Not at this yeah. point. Probably not. <laughs> if you are, give us a sign. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, dear. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that probably... Uh, you know, generally wraps up the topic for, for Warmind. I, there was one thing that, um, destiny related that I realized we did not talk about last time because it hadn't happened yet, but it happened like two weeks after we, after we released the episode. And that is the release of music of the spheres, uh, that sort of floated out, uh, from the internet, fell off the back of a truck somewhere. Do, Do I get to talk about that? controversy of my personal problem with that or do i just leave that alone because <laughs> i don't oh know i oh can cut it if you if you decide to later <laughs> i mean it's not like i didn't it's not like i didn't say it on the forum but uh, i think it's a little odd that it just fell off the back of a truck uh, like like it was obviously encouraged off the back of the truck and <laughs> it was encouraged off the back of the truck by the same person that had like a kickstarter going to have his music, you know, bought by people. So it's like, what happened to music ownership here? And how can you kind of be on both sides of it? But it's a big complex issue as well. So I'm not too concerned about it. But it, it, it bothered me, I guess. Yeah, the whole thing is kind of uh, super weird. Strange. Yeah, <laughs> very strange. I will say, though, I'm glad to have the music out there. It's pretty freaking amazing. Oh, the music's great. Uh, it's pretty freaking amazing. I, I would say if I had ever heard it. yeah so i don't know if there's much more to add about that but 
I wanted to at least acknowledge it. Not in public, there isn't. Mm. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, I think that generally wraps up where we are, and hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll have some exciting new news to, to look forward to. But and, any and maybe thoughts? after maybe after the next DLC we'll actually record a podcast. Maybe. <laughs> Don't make any promises. <laughs> it's just an idea. Just, just, <laughs> nobody's promising anything, Bjorn. Exactly. Oh man, yeah. But yeah, any any last thoughts though before we wrap it up? I'm looking forward to six v six Iron Banner. Oh, tell me, me about too. it. That response can be so short. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it'll still be fun. Oh yeah, it's, it's gonna be fun. Just put us back on shores of time. We'll we'll deal with whatever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 I we will could say re- we, we could we, use a rematch. We had an awesome <laughs> rematch uh, for the Crimson Days event, the doubles event. Brightson and I mm-hmm. got matched against Xenos and Speed Racer. Oh, that was such nice. a close game. And we weren't even such a close game. We weren't even like trying to match together it just happened that's fun it was fantastic um yeah we could definitely gotta do dbo private events. it's is warlocks versus hunters went, and and the it literally warlocks went to won, overtime obviously but, oh that's awesome yeah <laughs> yeah Very that was nice. that was good times we, we we and it was one of those things where you know you're, you're in the middle of the battle and uh you don't even realize who it is because you, you're yeah, not reading yeah. nameplates while you're you know taking shots and finding cover but uh speed racer speed racer hit me with the colony and i finally got you know i'm sitting at the death screen and it says you know speed racer killed you with the colony i'm like wait a minute (laughs) i know that name how do i know that name and then and then we were like oh we've got to win this (laughs) did you We, we we did Okay. Surprise! It was a a narrow, narrow thing. It was. It ended up being Brightson at the end with his Don Blade, and he and he he pulled out like a super clutch play. He knocked out Xenos's shadow shot with the Don Blade. (laughs) Like it was. It was amazing. I was dead the whole time. You have video of any of this? I think yeah, I do. Actually, I think I posted I it. I watched didn't I? it. Yeah, yeah. It, you, you did post it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was fantastic. So, <laughs> but yeah, so we we had had one one accidental rematch in DBO land, and uh, I really look forward to the idea of being able to play with the community more because we just have yeah. so much more fun that way. It's it's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Maybe even I'm set up you. like a weekly thing. Yeah. I'd be down make for them it. private though. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, with the private matches, we, you know. No, don't. I mean, don't make them private. Uh, oh, yeah, no one, the, no the one can join them. Yeah, if you yeah, yeah. that's private. what I mean. Yeah, we set up a, a you know fire team builder event and say you know this is the weekly sign up for the yep. you know we're, Thursday there you game go. or whatever and just show up. So and if there's too many people, then you just spawn off a second match. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So perfect. Well. Thanks for listening. Uh, Raga, thank you so much for, for spending time and coming to 
talk with us about the new the new release and where we're going. It's always good to have sure. you on the show. And bring in your always your all the time knowledge lore. Dropping your knowledge. Jeez, I didn't even look good even doing research for this one. I'm just like I'm just gonna sit here and talk. See? <laughs> he's like right. he's like DBO's own cryptarch people. Someone named right. me that. I think it's in my uh Step my location it says like official cryptarch of dbo or something <laughs> <laughs> of course the, the person that that termed that for me said no no we didn't mean it because you know lore we meant it because the way you talk over chat i'm like wait what <laughs> <laughs> that's great oh man and uh claude thank you for for coming to join us again yeah it was, was fun wonderful to have you on the show sorry we uh we <clears throat> didn't tell you about the last one before we recorded it. <laughs> it, was, it was sort of a last minute thing. It was very last minute. <laughs> I, I got an email from him afterward and be like, um, I, I guess I missed something. I, I didn't get an invite. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I felt like I, I felt like I'd been, I'd been left off the list. No, <laughs> there, there was no list. That was, was Zeno's list. not going like, we really have to record a podcast. Like you free. Yeah. I'm free. Right. Let's do it. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Right. Yeah, and I and I know all I'd have to do is is join your silly Slack channel, and I could know about it as well. But exactly, world's <laughs> biggest distraction. Don't do it. That is. Well, exactly. honestly, you could join and just join the DBO admins group, and yeah, it would not work. be distracting. Yeah. There's nobody talking there. No, we only talk about site stuff on there in there. And we so. bitch about Raga sometimes, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of hope. Sheesh. No, just occasionally. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's like that's usually where we set up the, the scheduling for this. So that was I, I my problems go back before IRC. I, I just can't I can't have a live chat window open. I just can't. <laughs> we we can help you at that. I mean it's it's not hard. It's definitely hard. I have <laughs> it's not doable. The easiest solution <laughs> is to not open the window. It's mm-hmm. super distracting. Yeah, absolutely. So I, the easy, I actually easier usually option don't... is to send an email like I did this time. Yeah. There you go. You, you, usually, though, I don't even have it open on my computer. I just have it on my iPhone with no notifications turned on except DPO admins. So I do have the snooze turned on for every work day. It's like, yeah, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe someday I'll be I'll be an adult and can handle the extra. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> NZ knows. Thank you for co-hosting. Yeah. Uh, and listeners, thank you for for listening. Um, episode. What was this? We decided thirty-four and a half. Thirty-four yeah. and a half. Thirty-four and a half. I think it was thirty-six and a half, but that's okay. You can. Oh. Yeah, someone said 36 earlier. So. I, am, I apologize. Oh, I got, yeah, yeah. It's okay. These things are hard to count, people. It's really, <laughs> it's really tricky. <laughs> so, with what that. comes after 12? <laughs> I'm Bjorn, and thanks for visiting the Starside Lounge, and we'll uh, see you Starside. episode number is this uh i should probably check that out huh <laughs> we never do <laughs> we don't do them frequently enough to uh yeah
14. Okay. We, we should just start making up random numbers every time. <laughs> we should. I think that's probably... What, what episode number is it, Xenos? It's episode 36. Excellent. And a half. 36.5. All right. Uh, okay. Are we ready to start the show? Do we. Is there anything else? No, I think I'm good. Okay. I got nothing. I'm not even seeing a, 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 a progress bar on this one. This is not good. Oh, I have to hit the upload button. <laughs> Okay, that's great. Yeah, GarageBand does not record longer than like 30 minutes. Nice. So I don't have audio for you. Nope. (laughs) So I, uh, Raga and Xenos, you'll appreciate this. I, we're in the middle of a blizzard right now. I was sort of afraid I was going to lose power in the middle of this thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We got like over a foot of snow today and it's the middle of april yeah but uh so because we were locked inside all day i was talking to my wife and i said we should uh like let's watch a movie and i'd been telling her about some of the anime stuff that you guys had recommended and so oh no yeah. what did you watch so we watched your name okay that's fine. Oh, okay she had was, yeah, I, t- huh? I told you your wife would enjoy that you did and you were absolutely right she she did oh yeah it's amazing that's a wonderful story so yeah, I'm I'm slowly uh, trying to dig into anime stuff and find so good wonderful stories. stories mm. Um I'm not enjoying Stay Night. <laughs> <laughs> like how far have you gotten on that, Bjorn? Uh the first episode. Okay. Yeah. No, but that was sort of one of the big uh complaints that I was was hearing from like we're not hearing when I was reading online and talking to you and trying to figure out which mm-hmm. order to watch the shows in was that the stay night fate stay night storyline isn't nearly as good or interesting as the fate zero line, but it somehow well, gives you grounding for what happens in zero so that, that uh, makes zero better. <laughs> See, um, this is, I, I'm uh, reserving I'm, judgment till I finish it, but the thing is, to me, right, again, there's no like, there's no hidden, there's no, you know, anything twist or anything really. But it is, it's almost like Sailor Moon to Madoka in that it's like a high school show where the main character runs around and gets like nearly killed almost every episode. Like, not in a dramatic way, like in a, he's a complete moron walking <laughs> up there trying to, trying to fight off magical heroes from the past with a stick and it's like what the hell and then you go to fate zero and it's super dramatic and everybody's smart and everybody does rational things and in so it's gonna, night the main you're, guys you're just, run around fighting off people with a chair leg and it's and he's getting killed nearly every time because you're it. describing like, exactly what got me out of anime when i was younger well you gotta watch the correct anime is the thing oh yeah i know but but no like let me let me tell you because you're like it's almost ridiculous how close it is. Because mm-hmm. I watched Tenchi Muyo when it came on. Oh boy! <laughs> on, when it came on the uh, tsunami. It's just, it's a lot Tenchi, like Tenchi Muyo, yes. <laughs> and Tenchi Muyo is <laughs> is pretty good. It's weird, 
and there's a lot of uh, weird things in it, but the actual sure. like action-based storyline is actually really cool. If they ever get around to it, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though, is they get around to it, and then the series ends, and then they're <laughs> like, people are like, oh, okay, we'll just watch the next Tenchi series. Mm-mm. And so I'm like, Please. okay. And I picked that up, and they'd stripped out all of the good stuff from Tenchi Muyo and just had all the harem stuff, and that was it. Yeah. This thing, Stay Night is basically, it's from the visual novel game. Yeah. Which is basically, you know, collect the girls, form a harem sort of thing. <laughs> what? It's not quite <laughs> this that. This is an anime I mean, it's, thing. It's, seriously, it is. It, it is. seriously is. Oh, I mean, my. and you can you can feel it in the anime. In that it's not quite as dramatically bad as I bet it was in the game. But it's like right. the different girls from, from Saber the Heroic Spirit that's basically King Arthur, sort of. I mean, she ends up rooming along in the same house with the main character. And then the next one, kind of the enemy-turned-friend girl, ends up rooming in the same house as the main character. And and this is like, like, stop! It's a super common problem, not just in anime, but in Japanese stuff. Yeah. It's like, like even one of my favorite games is Valkyria Chronicles. It's this awesome like action turn-based rpg mm-hmm. and yes it is action and turn-based and that's fine so it's every with every sequel they turned it more into like oh you have to manage the relationships between your characters yeah and, uh. and it's like that's that wasn't even in the first game <laughs> i don't care it's and and like each game turned more and more to that until it got so bad that like the last game got like a ten percent on Metacritic. <laughs> and wow. so like with the fourth one, they're like, we're gonna go back to the way the first one was. That's nice. It's like a stupid common thing with Japanese. So so yeah. Claude, yeah. I do you know anything about anime? Nothing at all. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So me neither. We're in the same boat. And uh, <laughs> I, I recently just like some history about what's going on. I had asked Raga and Zenos for some advice about, okay, is what's there a good anime it? and what yep. should I watch? Because I've heard them talk about it. Yep. And so there, well, I think, I think first it started with, I just told you, Hey, I added your name to my mm-hmm. plex. You should watch this. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what you were talking sure about. I was like, you added started. my name to you. What? <laughs> oh gosh. Yes, <laughs> but it's a movie called Your Name, right? Yeah, I figured that part out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and yeah, and so I, I started there, and that is a fantastic piece of of movie making. Um, highly recommended. But I, yeah, I didn't know where else to go, so I was asking around, and Raga pointed me down some scary, dark looking path that actually ended up being pretty amazing. Uh, sometimes Raga knows what he's talking about. Sometimes Raga knows what he's talking about. I, you know, nah. when, when Raga says, "Hey, pulse rifles are good this time. Try it." Turns out he knows what he's talking about. You, you yeah. haven't even watched Cowboy Bebop yet, have you? I did watch Cowboy Bebop, and I couldn't get into okay. it. I watched the really? whole thing and the movie, and You're it's crazy. so disjointed and kind of weird. Yeah, uh, I didn't really like, like it either. I liked some of the characters and mm-hmm. and the potential that they had but we didn't really get to pay off any of it mm-hmm. um i did i did like in the original in the main series there was the uh we ended up being like the showdown at the church 
scene yeah. and, and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. But that wasn't the anchor of the show enough to be. Yeah, it's like kind of main... like the, the background story. Yeah, kind of it, it was. Revisiting it, the past sort of yeah, thing. Most of the most I, of the show was sort of just the weird missions that they were on and like the three old men that showed up in all the episodes and yeah. crazy <laughs> I, I'm psycho the, girl. I, I, I think and, part of know. it, though, also comes from the style show it is because it's it's very it's got like a touch of noir in it which noir is definitely not everybody's cup of tea for i one love thing. noir though that's the thing i i absolutely love noir and so those elements i'm surprised you didn't cool. like it because like but i think it was just the whole package which is kind of mm. weird i mean yeah, yeah it's weird I, I don't i don't disagree it, it has, with that it has it has a unique style um but I'm, the other thing is I'm just so new to the anime genre that right. maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe it, it's something that uh, it's like a fine wine or something where it sits with you better. No, well, that's you know the palate is at. not refined enough yet. No, that's the, that's the crazy thing is I watched like a ton of anime when I was in high school, like just a ridiculous amount of anime. Mm-hmm. And then Kelby Bebop came on and I loved it. And then I tried to watch other new animes and couldn't watch other new animes. Well, I'm sure it ruins a lot of stuff for you just because it's like, good. <laughs> well, and, and like it, they don't do the cultural stuff of anime that drives me nuts. Like people bleeding out of their nose when they see a pretty yeah. girl and like yeah. characters <laughs> turning into little, little chibi versions of themselves. Like sure. all this stuff that doesn't add anything to anime, but is in like, 90% of anime. <laughs> yeah. You got you, you guys haven't pointed me to any of that yet. So, right, because we're very carefully leading you <laughs> to good no, sure. anime. That's fine. I, I'm happy to, for you to curate it. The thing it that I found is there's not a lot of good anime. There's, there's a not. lot of crap. There's a whole lot of crap. I think yeah. that kind of goes for well, media yeah, in general though, right? Like that's how I feel about just Hollywood movies. Sure. I'm just surprised you didn't like it because that's what gets most people in anime is Kelby. It's not that I didn't like it. Like I'm not like even it. I, I, I think maybe it was built up too much. Probably. Have you done you know, Ghost I, I, in the Shell? Did we even point you to Ghost in the Shell? You have. I think I did. I, that is on my list. Uh, I mentioned okay. it when he asked. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's on my list. I haven't watched it. I don't know. It, the problem with it is it's so baked I into didn't... like Japanese government culture that it's like you kind of just got to take for granted that all these different government agencies are talking about like section two, section four, section six. It's like, yeah, I guess that's how y'all do things. <laughs> oh, are you talking about the TV show? Either one. Cause I mean, it's a little bit in the, the movie, but the, the movie movie's not too bad on that area. Yeah. I yeah. There was a TV show movie. movie movies. I, what I watched I was the movie at. with a bunch of people that were, I mean, we watched it in an actual movie theater. It came here right. um, a couple of years ago and it, and, there were a bunch of people who came to see it because, mm-hmm. you know, they just, and I went and I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, it probably does do that. That's yeah. I, well, it, so the, it moves slow at points. Um, so the movie is, is not a, despite the way it's often marketed, is not really an action movie. It's mm-mm. a thinker. Yeah. Cause uh, it's it about, make me think, made me think. Oh, very. <laughs> It's it's it, it's a the whole point of the movie is what's what's human? What does it mean to be alive? Like those versus like sure. AI, yeah. Right. Plenty versus of stories AI. have fascinated me with that topic, and this was just not one of them. Hey, go try to watch uh, the sequel movie. It's got like a 
15 minute scene of like a parade going by very slowly. <laughs> no, thank you. This um, is not the Scarlett Johansson I one. Mean, no, you also do <laughs> no, not no. go see that one. I, 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 I mean, you also fell asleep dur- during it, Claude, so you probably didn't actually see the story get to the interesting part. <laughs> I didn't I, no, I didn't fall asleep for all of it. You know, like I I I'd, I'd wake up and I'd realize I missed, you know, 3 or 4 minutes or whatever. <laughs> but that but that's the worst way to watch a thinking movie. <laughs> yeah, like, probably. Go, he does have an argument I'm, here. I'm, I'm not so I'm not saying the thing. That, there are two movies in my life that have ever put right. me to sleep in the movie theater and that's one of them. What's the, the other, other one? one? The other one was uh, was two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah, <laughs> also a thinker. No, so the part that put me to sleep there had nothing to do with thinking. It was that whole LSD light oh, show. Oh yeah, that, that's yeah. kind of crazy. Oh, you might have seen though. I bet they didn't show the original version of so. Oh dear. Of Ghost in the Shell or Ghost? Oh, okay. oh no, it totally was the original version. This was shown in a little art house here. I guarantee you it was the original version. Mm. Oh, I I don't can't remember a light show part. Like uh, no, 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 like 2001. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> my, my headset fell out there for a second. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like falling asleep during a movie. You miss That's right. Key points. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my wow. god. All right. I'm no, no. yell that I go upstairs and and change the the laundry over. So okay. I'm going to have to leave. Go I just want to it's Claude, more important than that. Yes, sir. Go. Before you leave, I was just going to say, I totally understand that with 2001. Yeah. I, under- <laughs> I understand 2001 as like an important milestone in movie making, but it's not like a an incredibly entertaining movie. No. I've seen and, part of it. I'm never going to go see it. Or and I watch found the, the book to be fascinating. So that really probably. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Anyway. See you, Claude. Thanks for joining. All right. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye.